I Vegopodden pratar vi om den nya gröna maten, de senaste trenderna och hur du egentligen bär dig åt för att ta de rätta valen för din egen hälsa, djuren och vår planet. Det blir helt enkelt mat och livsstil med ett helhetstänk. I det här avsnittet träffar jag Ibrahim, grundare av Malmös första hummusbar Hummuson, som kom till Sverige för att jag kunna vara sig själv. Being a homosexual or gay in those countries is unfortunately illegal. So it's kind of like uh, yeah, it's illegal slash criminal. So mm. you could uh, just be in jail if so. It's uh, and you could uh, even like get terminated from your job or deported from the country based mm. on that, which is horrible to be honest. Efter 12 år som bankman i Syrien och Qatar kom han till Sverige och sökte närmare 2000 jobb utan att ens få kalla till intervju. Och det är på grund av hans namn. Men Isan Ibranda har han nu vänt till något positivt. Uh, no one contacted me or called me because of my name. So when I wanted to have my baby, okay. I wanted to call it a very Swedish name. That's hilarious. So honestly, now, now people they call me Ibrahimsson. <laughs> That means I have a very Swedish last name now. Glöm inte att prenumerera på Vegopodden så att du inte missar nästa avsnitt. Nu kör vi. Hey, welcome to Vegopodden Ibra. Hey, hey, Matthias. Thanks for having me over. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great, and you? I'm always great. Fantastic. I'm, I'm like one of your uh, uh, biggest fans, I think. Okay, that's uh, n- nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm li- I've been here like five times. Every time I'm in Malmö, I visit uh, Humusan. I was so excited the first time I went here because not only is the food great, but you're like the kindest person ever, like the nicest person ever. But you must hear that, hear that all the time. Yeah, actually, to be honest, um, what I like about me being at Humuson is uh, that, uh, honestly, I'm not pretending to be anyone else. I'm just being very myself, uh, sort of speak. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people, they tell me, oh, you're too nice, and you're like, but like, I say, uh, I believe whoever uh, works in this industry they have uh, they should have this kind of uh, uh, passion of being a host meeting new people welcoming people over and yeah uh, I, i like whoever steps into um uh, son uh, just to feel like home to yeah. feel that he's he and or she is very welcome in here uh, and that's part of the experience i guess and you know i'm i'm uh, i'm a mediterranean person so Uh, we really, um, or maybe I would say, we kind of sometimes exaggerate mm. in, in, in welcoming and uh, uh, complimenting and uh, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I do it uh, from, the, like, from the deepest point in my heart because I came from a very social family as well. Yeah. Like our door was, was always open and like always like people coming over and uh, sitting on the balcony, uh, uh, chat, like having a chat. It's, it's always been like that. So. So um, it's just me, I would say. Yeah. But thanks for <laughs> things. So though. But so for uh, those who haven't been to Humusan, uh, can you just tell them a little bit about what kind of place this is? Absolutely. Uh, Humusan, uh, first of all, is is um, uh, is my first baby uh, ever. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an eight-month-old uh, uh, baby business. Uh, and it's uh, the first, um, uh, how we call it, uh, permanent uh, uh, hummus bar. There, there, uh, 
So it's a vegan a plant-based uh, hummus bar. Mm. And um, we mostly serve hummus, but with lots of love and loads of passion, I have to admit. Uh, we have also, we, we have only three options on the menu, to be honest. Mm. It's, um, it's a very tiny place, but with a very big heart, I have to say. So uh, I have a very little tiny kitchen. Uh, all my place is like almost 20 something square meter, mm. including the, not the kitchen, the bar, I would say. Mm. So you can see my kitchen clearly. So I have only three options on the menu, uh, which is hummus and pita, hummus falafel and pita, or we have uh, uh, our house mix plate of hummus, baba ganoush, beans, that comes with uh, salad and uh, freshly baked falafel and pizza bread. Yeah. Uh, of course, we do have coffee. Uh, I, um, I love to work with local uh, people and support other businesses. I'm part of Malmo and I would like to work with other, uh, mm. uh, how we call it, uh, business in Malmo. Yeah. So uh, we're not a coffee shop, but we have uh, we have a coffee from Solde. Uh, oh, yeah. They're like a Malmo, um, a small Malmo roastery. Uh, we have juices from from Scone, I would say. Uh, we have um, uh, 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 the rescued from Helsingborg, oh, yeah. and we have uh, the kombucha from Malmo roots. Uh, you say yes, mostly uh, try to make as much uh, um, relationship, business relationship yeah. as possible with uh, other uh, businesses in Skåne. That's cool. But, uh, okay. Oh, I talked a lot, okay. Yeah, like, I love that. was like a non-ending non answer. Maybe you forgot what did you ask me. Then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> exactly, like, oh, uh, what did I ask her? Then? But, but uh, so you're from Syria. Is this typical food in Syria? Absolutely, it's a very typical uh, typical food, and uh, a lot of people they ask me, "How about hummus in Syria?" Um, in every neighborhood in Syria, we do have like dairy product shop where you can buy yogurt, cheese, fresh yogurt, cheese from the farm, milk, etc. And you always have a hummus bar, mm. and uh, yeah, like hummus is very very popular. And I, as I always tell to all my sweet friends, hummus is like cheese. Uh, in, in Sweden, I would say, especially in the, for, for the breakfast. I'm not talking about the very nice fancy cheese and wine nights. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just talking about like the very simple breakfast with the bread and cheese. So, uh, and uh, hummus uh, is like the, uh, the, the cheap, like a cheaper uh, breakfast option okay. in, in, in our culture. Uh, so but it's, it's very popular. It like Pizza, or how do you eat it for breakfast? Absolutely, uh, we eat it uh, with pizza. We kind of like dip the pizza in the hummus and the yeah. olive oil, and we make um, too many other uh, stuff. Like when we talk about hummus, means yeah. like hummus, beans, and warm hummus and uh, fate. If you ever heard about it, mm -hmm. so it's kind of like chickpeas slash beans yeah. um, breakfast uh, feast. I would say actually our brunch. We usually have this very big var variety on weekends mm. as a brunch but otherwise like in um I, I still remember that when we were ordering breakfast we ordered like a hummus wrap okay. so it's like a like a uh, um, uh, how we call it like instead of like cheese wrap we order like a hummus wrap which mm. is uh, yeah and, and you eat hummus every day 
Actually, we do, and I would say now I do m- yeah. uh, more because I, I run like I, I make hummus myself every day, and it's 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 very fresh, it's very nice, it's very healthy, and it's uh, it's it's very nice snackish thing as well. Yeah. So maybe I don't eat like a very big plate every day, but definitely I eat like a scoop of hummus every day. Uh, and what makes a good hummus? Actually, yeah, it's a good question. What makes a, a good hummus is a, a very uh, light, smooth tahini uh, that contributes to the smoothness of the hummus. Mm. Now my, my mouth start, uh, started watering, actually. Um, I'm a very foodie. Yeah. Uh, you can tell from my belly, but uh, <laughs> anyway. So... Um, Yeah, like what makes really a good hummus is is uh, the tahini. It must be light, smooth, uh, and uh, how we call it, like in a good uh, texture mm. to give the hummus a very nice taste and a very nice texture as well. So a lot of people ask me if like, uh, do you add olive oil to the hummus? I said, never in the making. Okay. But definitely, like I always tell everyone, we like my hummus can't be eaten without olive oil. So on every single scoop of, of hummus or baba or beans, olive oil is a signature. So I tell them, please allow me to sign off this with, a, um, with olive oil. Because for, for me, uh, hummus tastes something mm. and with olive oil, it tastes a completely different thing. One more time, I talked a lot and I made you like forget what you asked me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I also like that it's uh, it tastes tahini because sometimes it just tastes like chickpeas. Yes, true. Actually, uh, the nutty taste I would yeah. say contributes a lot to the and it's nice to have it. Otherwise, as you said, uh, and uh, talking about hummus, um, let's say in Syria or in the Mediterranean, in the Levant countries, mm. um, we make different hummus with only hummus and way less tahini. Yeah. So you feel the taste of the hummus more. So it's a completely different uh, version of hummus, oh. I would say. And we call it actually hummus in olive oil, kind of. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, where in Syria did you grow up? Yes, I'm oh. originally from the Mediterranean uh, coast uh, of Syria. Uh, like, uh, 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 a city by the Syrian coast, it's called Latakia. Okay. Uh, but Is it a big city? It's actually, uh, it's a big city. I don't know, maybe it's the fourth uh, biggest city in, uh, in, in the country. Mm-hmm. I would say so, if I'm not mistaken. Excuse my knowledge, but uh, mm. but it's a very well known because it's it's the main uh, coastal city. So everyone knows Latakia because everyone in the summer they have to head to the coast to enjoy the beach and uh, and there are a lot of great mountains as well. Mm. So yeah, I'm originally from from the Latakia, but I moved and lived in Damascus um, actually uh, when, uh, since I was. Um, Uh, six years also when I started the school because my parents were working in Damascus that's why but of course always um, every summer in in, in Latakia how, oh, and how was it living in how is it like living in Syria and, and Damascus actually it's not because of it's not because it's my country no. but honestly Syria is a very nice country and I would say Uh, I, re- I, I was not realizing how beautiful my country is mm. until I started to travel all over, like um, mostly all over You're Europe. Like, this is nothing compared to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like, okay, because honestly, sometimes when I was going to some beaches like in, in the Mediterranean, in Europe, and I was like, oh, they are on, you know, I check where to go and trip advisors and stuff and where to visit. I was like, and then like, I was like, so much excited to see it. And when I go there, like, are you serious? 
this is what what like everyone is like crazy about and um, in syria we have this like if it's not a sandy beach then mm. it's not a beach <laughs> so but but you know when when you go to greece and when you go to spain uh, and when you go to my like uh, some of the islands mm. there are a lot of people who love rocky beaches mm. and we have plenty of those in syria but like for us like, like this is the worst beach ever so <laughs> So yeah, it's nice, lovely country. We have the four season thing, yeah. um, and um, yes, we have a very nice uh, white cuisine, mm. and uh, that's why I'm like so picky when it comes to food. So, but have you always been uh, interested in food? Uh, yes and no. I, I mean, like yes, always from a personal pers uh, perspective or from a personal aspect, I would say, but never from like a business aspect thing. Mm. So that comes to kind of a very, uh, yeah. how we call it, long story about me having a, a food um, place or establishment or bar or restaurant, I would yeah. say. Yeah, because you have a totally different background because you work in banking. Absolutely. Actually, I came from a completely different industry mm. and I uh, was working in uh, banks for 12 years before I uh, moved to Sweden. I can't even, I know this is horrible to say, but I can see, I can't see you <laughs> in a bank because you're like... Yeah, maybe because you've only seen me with this apron and like uh, behind the bar. But yes, um, I came from a completely different industry and I always use like completely different because, uh, yeah, it's very different. So I worked uh, 12 years in banking and I was like, uh, I was a kind of a corporate account manager uh, mm. for uh, corporate clients. But the funny thing is like why it's very different. First of all, of course, because you work with um, with like uh, screens, PCs, and uh, and I I used to have like the the softest hands slash fingers ever <laughs> until I started with this uh, with this food. You know, like spoiled bankers with like keyboard and like ah oh, my fingers and blah blah blah. <laughs> and now like the first time when I opened this place and uh, when the chef from the oven team was like training me on it, so. The first time I just picked the tray on like, ah, and screamed like this. And said, oh, Ibra, come on. You should be having like a chef um, like hands. And uh, actually now I have, I, I have it. So I came from that completely different industry. But what's very, very, very interesting about this, um, again, I'm talking a lot. So feel free to interrupt me. And tell, but it's still an answer for that question. Mm -hmm. What's really very interesting about very completely the different industry is like when I used to work with formal suits, Uh, and you know necktie mm. and pretending to be that very professional and of course faking lots of smiles because you know you have like you're doing a business meeting so you have to like be you have, for, you have to force yourself smiling yeah. and of course that's why I was ending I, I was ending up with kind of uh, pain in my <laughs> in my cheeks to be honest because I was forcing myself to 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 smile but here honestly I'm I'm very happy with my sexy flexi belly apron on mm -hmm. because now I don't feel too worried about, about my belly anymore because you know how flexi the apron is it's just like to to to, to tie it or or loosen it up loosen loosen it up a bit to to, to adjust according to your belly like if you have a lot of beers the previous night then definitely like just loosen it up So, and no, no fake smiles anymore, honestly, oh. because I'm really smiling from the deepest point of my heart again, because I'm really enjoying what, I, um, uh, what I'm doing. So it's a very complete thing. Because you moved to Qatar oh, and, yeah. then to, <clears throat> and then to Sweden. Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, let me tell you. 
So I left Syria when the war started in 2011. Um, and then uh, I moved to uh, Doha, Qatar, uh, where, I, where I lived and worked uh, there for seven, year, for seven years. I was working there for the National Bank of the State for seven years until, to be honest, I just uh, decided to uh, uh, own myself, I would say. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, they, like, uh, they tell me like, oh, did you regret moving from the Gulf countries where a lot of people would like to go and live there? And you know, it's a very high standards, uh, living standards, uh, yet very fake, very superficial. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't want to judge anyone, but I mean, very superficial, very fake, uh, and then leads to arrogance and blah, blah, blah. So... Uh, I decided to just like uh, uh, own myself and honestly you own everything and you could have everything in there except mm. for having uh, uh, yourself owning yourself I mean you, you can own everything except for uh, yourself slash your dignity uh. you always feel that you're like belong to someone oh. you can't work uh, in that, uh, in those countries, without you being sponsored by by an employer, and uh, if you go to work with employer A, you're not allowed to work with any other employees. Uh, okay. uh, sorry, employers. So it's kind of a very. Um, uh, it was very. Mm, kind of cage thing for me I would say it locked a lot of my po of my potential uh, usually I don't like work in the same place for more than like four years maximum not mm. because I want to change and I want to no but I want like to uh, I, th I think I feel that I'm kind of mature in this yeah. and I can't contribute more because, you know, new blood is needed and I'm kind of like an old school person. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean that I need to change the company, but like, I mean, at least change like the department or yeah. to do something else to contribute to the place that I work in. So then I decided to move uh, uh, to Sweden. What, and yeah, why to Sweden? Yeah, uh, uh, all, all, also a very long story. So, and I also moved to, uh, to how we call it, to, to, I wanted to, to leave Doha as well because of one more reason. I'm a homosexual guy. And what? Uh, yes, I, I, can't you see the rainbow? Can't you see the non-stop waving flag? Stop the interview. <laughs> so, uh, uh, being um, a homosexual uh, or uh, gay in those countries is uh, unfortunately uh, illegal. So it's kind of like... Uh, uh, yeah, it's illegal slash criminal. So mm. you could uh, just be in jail. If, so it's, uh, and you could uh, even like get terminated from your job or deported from the country based mm. on that, which is horrible to be honest. Yeah. And I'm a very honest person. I'm a very open book person. I'm a very, I'm a very straightforward gay person. So yeah. it's like everything is. Uh, so yeah, I decided to, to move because I wanted to secure um, my future, uh, of course, and I want to be myself mm. more. So I moved to Sweden, and why Sweden? Mm. Uh, uh, coming from banking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, um, <laughs> say it. Uh, and Matthias knew that I'm like too, too much into blondies and sweets, so now he wanted me to, to say so. And yes, uh. of, of course. <laughs> so who don't? Uh, maybe Swedes are not, but... <laughs> um, so... Um, 
yeah, I moved to Sweden. Uh, I'm coming from banking industry and I wanted to continue my career actually because mm. when I moved to, to an, another country, country, it would be much easier to do what you used to do before because you have an experience with, with mm. that. So, and I wanted to be in one of the Scandinavian countries due to the good economy. Yeah. And uh, Sweden is like, um, I send a lot of um, emails. You know, I'm, I'm a banker and I can't make any decision before uh, I do proper analysis and uh, take a proper decision. Mm. So I started to send a lot of uh, emails to law firms, lawyers, uh, human organizations, because like I want to tell my story and I want to see the possibility. Mm. Because it's just like I wanted to see, and I, I can't just like go somewhere and like, hey, I'm here and I want to stay here. Mm. So the fact, to be honest, uh, I got a reply. Uh, to uh, I'm, I'm, I, I go too much into details. Please feel free to tell ah. me, Ibra. Please, I'm not asking that much. Answer my <laughs> question and let's uh, let's move on. So let me know. So I got a, uh, a reply. I got a lot of free replies. Well, you know, this replies, check this link, check this, check that. Like, ah, okay, I would definitely do. Mm. But I would like to hear like kind of a very professional reply, mm. which I got from a very nice, of course, uh, a professional uh, uh, Swedish. I was about to say good looking Swedish lawyer. I got to know <laughs> this after I came here. But so he replied to me in a great way mm. um simply the same way i reply to my emails uh, professional emails so i was like constructing my email in like uh, three four paragraphs yeah. and um, um he kind he replied on every single paragraph yeah. underneath with a different color like underlined but i was like oh that's some someone who like really uh, went through my email and deeply read the email. Yeah. So I got really uh, very interested to come and meet mm. because in principle, uh, you know, and, and working in finance and banking as well, emails or stuff doesn't like kind of uh, um, uh, fool you, sorry yeah. with, the, with the word, but I always need to dig more and to make sure. So I came, uh, 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 I, I came to Sweden like um, two times before when I was like doing Scandinavian tours in, in Europe. Mm. So, and then I met the lawyer and uh, I got to, uh, to know more about the process, what to do, blah, blah, blah. And then kind of the roadmap was like quite clear and uh, the steps uh, is like simple and stuff. So yeah, I made the decision. I came back there and I made the decision, and uh, I moved to um, to Sweden. Uh, again, it was a very brave of me, mm. I have to say, and a lot of uh, people were like just against me doing such a big stay step mm. when I'm like thirty uh, five years old, having my career. Um, but I can't agree on like I have like a an established career, uh, established or like a settled down se secure job, I would say, yeah. because they could terminate you overnight and then in overnight you have nothing to do. And that happened to a lot of my friends. Oh, so yeah. I thought, oh, I might be in their shoes any day. Yeah. So I did it. And a lot of people still ask me like, Ibra, do you regret leaving uh, those uh, rich countries? Yeah. I'll say, yes, actually I did. I did regret because I uh, didn't... Uh, move way earlier <laughs> so that's what i regret yeah. i regret me staying there longer mm. and but, um, but so you, when you uh, moved here did you 
work in banking here too? No, actually, I was hoping for that. So when I came, uh, I have a lot of relatives that, and you, you, you met some of my cousins in here in Malmo, yeah. and they were they they live in Malmo. But when I decided to move to Sweden, they're like, hey, come to us. Oh no, sorry, I'm like a big hub city capital person. I would like to work in a head office in a company. I used to work in head office in banks. I can't work in a branch, you know. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> Part of me being like living in a superficial fake country. Yeah. Uh, culture, I would say. So um, then I moved to Stockholm. Uh, I started to look like crazy for jobs. I was applying left and right and a lot of all um, uh, 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 companies, all finance sectors. And actually, uh, worth mentioning, I got a job offer from uh, from a Swedish bank even before I moved to Sweden. Mm. But it was like two, because I was applying before, I wanted to kind of like, like to touch the base and to feel how, how yeah. does it. So when I got it, but, but it was too early for me. So I thought like, oh, if I applied for a job when I'm, in, when I'm working on, in Doha, well, it must be very easy mm. or way easier when I'm there. Yeah. But that was not the case actually. Uh, but um, I tried some other alternatives and gladly I got accepted at kind of a, uh, management program for skilled uh, um, newcomers to Sweden mm. at Handelshögskolan School in, in Stockholm. So I studied there for um, uh, approximately two months and um, then the university couldn't match me with an employer for the practique in order to continue the program. So yeah, I stayed there for six months and then uh, I uh, I decided to move to Malmo because I was uh, coming on and off to Malmo to visit mm. my uh, relatives, and honestly, I fell in love with Malmo. Uh, Why? Yeah, I I don't know if I'm still. Uh, it's been almost two years and a half, and I'm not uh, being able to pronounce Malmo in a, oh, in yeah. a properly. <laughs> but anyway, well, we uh, don't say uh, in, yeah. in Malmo it's a Malmo. It's like Malmo, <laughs> you see. So I'm still. <laughs> Still not, and and of course I have to apologize from everyone who's listening to us that we're taking this in English, uh, <laughs> since and I always tell everyone like, oh guys, I'm so sorry, but you all speak very good English, so I never felt any problem in communicating, and oh. um, hey, so thanks and sorry at the same time. <laughs> so oh, now I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, you too, apparently. Well, no, I, I, I ask, <laughs> I ask what you, why you like Malmo. But, yeah, uh, and yeah, I love Malmo because. Uh, yeah, actually, even when I was in Stockholm, yeah. usually I meet people in bars, like you just like sit in a bar. I'm, I'm like new to the, and I used to, to, to be a very solo traveler. I was traveling alone a lot. So every time I, I want to meet someone, I just go to the bar, grab a beer, sit on the bar and meet, talk to the person next to me. In Stockholm, it never happened. Like mm -hmm. even in the, in the university at Handelsex School and like when I'm in the lunch break, I was uh, sitting in a, on a, on a, on a table and then yeah. I'm trying to initiate a conversation with the one next to me. And oh, I was you like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. It was Not like, I was three. getting like this <laughs> smile with like, um, mm, like, okay, mm -hmm, you know. Know? And they're like, mm, okay. Same in the bars. I was like, hey, initiating a conversation, and then like they turn to me, uh, just like reply to the only like to the question that I asked, to yeah. the, and then they just turn back. Like, oh no! So and it was not the case at all in Malmo. Actually, I met uh, a lot of people. I made a lot of friends, mm. and uh, in Malmo, uh, in Malmo, in no, 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 in Malmo. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so and actually. Um, uh, yeah, I got to know a lot of people, yeah. and honestly, after three months, me moving to Mal to Malmö, mm. uh, don't comment on it. Please. Uh, I made um, like my birthday party 
and I had 40 people over in my very little tiny um, uh, apartment in Saint Knut in Malmö. Yeah. Um, and uh, and honestly, they're all sw- they're all like from from Malmo. They're all Swedes, and all of my my um, like my in the, in the, in the bo- party, they were asking me, Ibra. We've been living all our life here in Malmo, and we don't know those people. Like, how come did you get to know all those people? So, yes, great people, great, uh, great life, very down, down to earth. I learned a lot uh, from people here, and they made me feel really home, you know. And um, yes, and actually, I kept applying for jobs and jobs, and I ended up applying for like 2,000 job vacancy. Um, are you and kidding? Actually, I'm not kidding in two years because if you do a very simple math, you would end up with like three, four jobs over two years, which yeah. is nothing a day. Uh. I mean, so that's really nothing. Uh, so, why, why do you think uh, you didn't get any of them? Oh, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, even all my friends were telling me, Ibra, uh, we, all what you need is someone to interview you. Just like just to get like to the interview. Oh, yeah. uh, Uh, phase which never happened and of, and uh, um, I believe that it's because of my name oh, yeah. which I totally understand and respect actually coming from um, um, Qatar working in a very multinational uh, uh, country where 90% of the population are expats so I know uh, names play a very big role in uh, so um, I understand but I was always hoping like your fingers are not all alike you know what I mean mm. so And that's where the Humuson name came from. Because since I believe that uh, um, uh, no one contacted me or called me because of my name, so when I wanted to have my oh, baby, okay. I wanted to call it a very Swedish name. That's hilarious. So honestly, now now people, they call me Ibra Humuson. <laughs> that means I have a very Swedish last name now, which like You a Swedish name that I... for jobs Absolutely. Now. <laughs> And that, that, that I... Um, That I created so a Swedish last name, a fusion Mediterranean Swedish yeah. last name. So that's the whose name came, whose name came from. That's really funny. It's also kind of horrible, but, but yeah. But but, I mean, but, but but so when and how and why did you decide to start a hummus yeah. bar? Uh, that's just a continuous party. Uh, sorry, that's a continuous uh, part to the birthday party thing or the yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Oh, uh, I lost the train of my thoughts, actually. Uh, no, but about the hummus uh, bar and the party continues. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so why? Yeah. The idea, to be honest, came from all my friends that I know, from the 40 people, and after the, those parties, like, Ibra, you know a lot of people. Why don't you have a place where everyone hangs out at, at, at your place? Mm. A lot of people knows you, and you you all gather, you always like gather um, groups up together. So why don't you have a place? And then like, oh, that sounds really nice. And then I thought, I thought, okay, uh, if I'm if I'm not getting a job, uh, maybe it's time for me to create my own job. Mm. And honestly, Matthias, with all my respect to all profession, I ended up. Of course, I was applying first for banking and finance jobs, but I ended up. Believe me, knocking on every single bar, mm. door, restaurant, like, please, l- get, l- let me wash your dishes, let me clean, mm. let me work, give me a... And uh, they were like, oh, sorry, you have no experience for that. And I was like, uh, okay, I understand. So it was very horrible for me. But oh, yeah. um, at the same time, 
I'm, per, I'm, I'm a person who believes that everything happens for a reason. Mm. Um, and I've been through a lot in my life. And the more you, you fail, the more you learn. And I, 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 I'm, I'm so happy that I learned that everything happens for a reason. And I'm happy that I couldn't get a job. Mm. So I said, okay, Ibra, if you're knocking on all doors and no, doors is, no door is open, mm. then let me build my own door and I, ha- and I have an open door for everyone. And of course, since I'm a bear, I love beers and stuff. So I wanted to, ha- I wanted to open a bar. But you know, r- alcohol regulations in Sweden is um, like uh, uh, kind of uh, too much paperwork and requirements and stuff, first of all. And second, like uh, budget-wise, it's way higher because when you talk about alcohol, you need to talk about warm food and warm food like a proper kitchen, a proper ventilation, and that needs like a lot of, uh, of money. Mm. And honestly, I came here like with... With, with two years of savings, okay, from banking. But then who would survive from saving for two years in, a, in a, such an expensive country like Sweden? Mm. So uh, then um, I said, okay, every time uh, when, when I like, was inviting people over and even when I would go to, to birthday, they're like, Ibra, uh, just make hummus. Don't, mm. uh, don't bring us a gift. And then that was kind of planted in my in my in my head, mm. and I always invite people over. And I live in a very nice uh, 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 neighborhood in Malmo, Saint Knut, where almost everyone is vegan or vegetarian. Uh, so I got uh, in a lot. I got inspired a lot, and I saw that there's no hummus bar in 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 Malmo, mm. and I really decided to have uh, this place, and. Talking about this, so I, I was, I even suffered a lot uh, for like in finding a proper place and a proper locale. And um, I told you I ran out of um, of saving after two years. Uh, and I, what I did is I turned the table around mm. and I started to approach banks because I wanted I, I what I used what I worked in banking was like twelve years in entrepreneurs, startups, and SMEs. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted like okay, it's time to turn the table around, mm. and I to be the entrepreneur. So I was quite familiar, and honestly, uh, like uh, the the financing, um, how we call it, party. Um, they told me, okay, Ibra, so we'll be calling you in a one week time for uh, your application. And I honestly, I got a call after like two or three hours. Oh, Ibra, you kind of done our job and your loan is approved. It's a very microfinance loan of um, 200,000 crown that I made, uh, I gave the birth of my baby with. Mm. And talking about Malmo and friends, and I have to admit and I have to mention, my sweet friends, lent me the 50,000 Swedish oh, yeah. crown to set up the company. And even like some, uh, like my other Swede, Swedish friends, they told me, oh, Ibras, like we, 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 Swedes don't usually do that. <laughs> but like I said, yeah, but I swear I didn't even ask for that. Honestly, I was like, just like we were like talking about where I am exactly. And I was like, okay, now I'm process of this and I'm uh, arranging my, my um, this from my aunt and relatives, you know, they're all supporting. And they just came back to me the second day, I swear. They just told me, Ibra, we would like to help. Please give us the pleasure uh, of and the honor of us feeling that we, we are helping you because you suffered a lot. You deserve to have a work and we really like to help you. And mm. honestly, some of them, they were comp- contributing even with a very little amount just because of, of the sake of helping. Mm. So that's a Malmö. Yeah. Malmö. <laughs> and when did you, when did you start Humasan? 
When you, when did you open? Eight I, months ago? Yeah, uh, approximately. I opened exactly on 29th of December. Don't ask me how and why, oh. because... Um, yeah, uh, it's been a very difficult for me, Matthias, to be honest. Uh, to um, it, since I'm doing very completely different thing, yeah. I was very very stressed out. I was very scared. It must be horrible. I was afraid, to be honest. Yeah, I was like, I I was just hoping for my my phone to ring oh, yeah. to get like a job instead of like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. Because it was a very big challenge for me. I have all the passion and love for this. Mm. But at the same time, oh, um, again, I'm sorry I repeated a, a, a lot. But coming from, uh, coming from from finance, like that affects your mind a lot. Mm-hmm. I over-calculated everything. I over-analyzed everything. I, I, I think of, of things that um, no one else like who's not in the finance sector would think of. Mm-hmm. So it was really too much for me. And I was always postponing the opening. I was like, oh, no, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then I figured out I will never be ready. Mm-hmm. I would be ready on site. I would be ready as I go on. So that's... Um, <clears throat> So it was 29th, and uh, if you came on 29th, mm. you would see 11 people, f- all my friends. They yeah. were with me behind the, the counter, helping me on the first day, Matthias. I swear, they were, yeah. and honestly, I cut my, my, my finger in the first day, and I have a very horrible relationship with blood. <laughs> you know, you know us very well. So I was about to faint in the first day. I said, like, oh, no, Ibra, that's very, like, not a proper timing at all. You have to deal with the blood. You have to improve your relationship with the blood. Mm-hmm. So I cut my, uh, my finger. I swear the hummus machine didn't work on the first day. And all of us, they were all helping and they were all, like, talking to people. It was a fantastic day uh, and it ended up well. Oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, yes. Uh, so, but 29th of December, yeah. 2019. And, and, the, and the reaction from the customers, they must love it, right? Uh, this is when you're going to brag about your five-star <laughs> five rating. Oh, yeah. on. <laughs> uh, um, I, uh, actually, um, again and again, I repeat that uh, I'm so happy that I'm not pretending to be anyone else. Yeah. I'm just being very myself. And uh, honestly, I never ask anyone to leave reviews. And maybe I told you uh, before when we chatted before, like I got to know about the the reviews on the place after three months of the place being Mm. reviewed from people who are visiting. But I'm so happy that everyone leaves happy. Everyone, even like, believe me, a lot of people, they come and tell me, Ibra, you've made this corner a very warm corner in winter. Because I'm that kind of person that I say hi to everyone, even the, the people that I don't know. Mm. Because, you know, I have my excuse on now. People won't judge, like, oh, wh- why this people? Why this guy is saying hi? I have my apron on. I'm in this corner. I can just wave to anyone, say hi, just, like, spread those vibes. So even whoever steps to him is like, hey, I look in there. Hey, how are you? And they just, like, turn back, like, <laughs> uh, who, who's he? T- like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to you. Like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. And uh, everyone tells me, you have a great memory. You're great with names. I said, what do you mean? Of course, if Matthias came once and you come one more time, it's like, hey, Matthias, welcome back. And then I know that Matthias, let's say, he didn't like, let's say, like uh, the baba ganoush and he wants to skip it. I said, so Matthias, no baba ganoush for Matthias? Yeah. <laughs> a gluten-free for, for Martin? Yes. Like no tomato for Emil, you know? So that's, people are like, how come? I say, if I'm not that person, that then I'm not the one to work in this industry. Oh. So, and yes, I ended up with uh, uh, happy people and uh, I'm so happy with what I'm doing. 
and talking about yeah so i hope uh to um, keep people happy because that really makes me happy yeah um yeah no it's amazing i mean it's it's really like all you can ask for and more and it was a fun the last time i was here i was sitting outside and i could hear when people um uh like passed me and they were like wasn't that like the nicest guy ever? And I was like, I know. Like, it's I'm crazy. still single though. The, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. have other problems. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> are you single? Oh, very single actually. Oh, I'm well. very extremely, extremely single. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're working so, uh, so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to forget <laughs> about that fact. And uh, but uh, luckily, I have two very nice big pillows that I hug and cuddle oh. with after a very stressful, <laughs> hard-working day. So. I like that you have two two pillows. Yeah, actually, two because uh, no, You're I'm, a big I'm, guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm very loyal. I'm not like into more one than part, <laughs> more than one partner. But I mean, like, uh, it's nice to have maybe uh, a bit, um, yeah. It's just like more uh, uh, beefy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do you have any Fluffy. other plans for? Um, <laughs> and or just in life <laughs> uh other plans um oh, again and again how boring ibra with him saying like coming from banking industry so i still have this finance uh mind yeah. not because i'm greedy you know i'm very happy uh with being uh at home son but i need to make the business more sustainable mm. um thankfully and gladly uh, the business was able to to pay me uh like um, a salary for the last three months which is a great achievement i would say uh b businesses usually can't like afford to pay that fast but i was really happy mm. So now uh, I want uh, two other hands to help me. Uh, I want to uh, to make the business more sustainable uh, because I'm I'm doing well, but it's not enough. But eventually, I don't want to burn myself out. And honestly, Matthias, I work uh, almost twelve to fifteen hours a day, mm. and I was not even having a single day off because I'm in a shopping mall and uh, the shopping mall management, the Vazakuren. Uh, they were very helpful and cooperative and they approved exceptionally me uh, closing one day. So six days a week, 12 hours a day is really too much. And I want to make the business a bit sustainable. Mm. And uh, I'm I'm very happy with Hummusan because um, um, uh, it's a vegan place. Of course, we are, we're keeping the cow uh, uh, the happiest, I would say. Uh, we uh, It's a cash-free cash locale. Uh, it's a plastic-free locale. Uh, we, we, it's not only about vegan, but I we also aim for green, sustainable business as well. Mm. Uh, and um, yes, so plans, hopefully, I would like to uh, like uh, expand the business a bit. And still some plans are in mind. Uh, I hope uh, they will be become, how we call it, in progress soon, hopefully. Oh, yeah. That's fun. I uh, my new thing in the in the podcast is podcast is to ask uh, the guest of their like best like strongest like food memory. Like, oh. do you have do you have like a food memory like something you ate or something you experienced? Hmm. First of all, let me co comment on uh, guest. Thanks for making me feel a bit uh, uh, important. Like guest um, food memory. Oh, I would say it's all about food in my life. So yeah. I have a lot of, of memories. But um, 
And I'm always the pickiest person. So the, all my friends, they know me. If we're going to eat out, so they're like, Ibra, pick up the place. Otherwise, <laughs> Ibra would make their like night hell, you know. Mm. Uh, I ha to be honest, I can't remember okay. a specific thing because everywhere I go, I have a food memory thing. And when I travel to a place more than once, mm. so I go to eat at that, that place again, you know. But uh, no specific... Uh, food but do you have memory. like do you have uh, like food cravings like do you have because I like chocolate I eat chocolate every day like do you have something that you get obsessed with or that you Matthias you're the only one now who can see my belly uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I love everything honestly <laughs> and I have this kind of non-ending loop when I want to go for a, a dinner Then yeah. I would like, ah, oh, of course I have a sweet tooth and I would like to have uh, some sweets afterwards. Yeah. And then I grave for the saltiness again. <laughs> and it's non-ending loop, honestly. <laughs> so I love everything. Uh, um, But you're skinny now. And, <laughs> and uh, not really. Uh, and uh, actually, ah, um, uh, oh, lost the train of my thoughts again because I felt like, uh, uh, how we call it, I, as if I lost weight. So I got... Uh, I felt a bit happy, so you distracted me. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so about anyway. Yeah. Okay. Mm, uh, uh, I I be, I'm I'm so sorry. I really talked a lot. You know. I'm. Uh, I love that you talk a lot. I mean, <laughs> I, to be I, honest, everybody who's listening. Oh, just tell them where where Humason is, like the address. Absolutely. Uh, Homoson is, we have now can you, uh, another Swedish pronunciation now. So it's at Södra uh, Fossasgotan, uh, 43, uh, Malmö. Uh, it's uh, situated at Triangle Shopping Mall. Uh, it's within the shopping mall, but it's accessible only from outside. So it's opposite to our uh, favorite uh, uh, fun liquor store, Systembolaget on Södra Fossasgotan. So a lot of people, when they come, when they... Uh, on weekend, they come from Systemet and they ask for lunch. And they're like, I know I'm not going to ask you if you'd like to have any drink. You have your proper uh, drink with you. <laughs> enjoy, skull for Ibra and enjoy your uh, hummus. So now, now that you uh, all know where the place is, if you go here, you will know what I'm, what I mean by say, by, by you being the like the nicest, kindest person ever. And also the food is amazing and everybody should visit this place. Right. Uh, thank you so much, and l l let me uh, add something in here as well. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm. 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 I would say I'm a, like I'm. I'm kind, but I'm kind and sweet only to kind and sweet people. And my experience with in Sweden and with yeah. Swedes, I always say uh, a lot of people ask me, so how are the Swedes? And I say Swedes are too sweet, honestly. So uh, it's kind of just like a reaction, like when, when people steps in, uh, but just like uh, if you allow me to share something, oh, yeah, yeah. how sweet Swedes are, uh, like I'm new to the country, I work in here, I have my place in here and I don't speak the language. So when, I, when they step in, I try it like, hey, welcome, how are you? And then when they say like, or let's say when, when they step, when they're talking in Swedish, I say, like, oh, I'm so sorry, can we take this? And they say, oh, no, we, I'm sorry. Uh, I say, like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that it's English. I say, no, I am the one who must apologize. I'm the one who must feel ashamed. I'm the one who was very embarrassed. So, you know, and, and a lot of people, like, they, they, they come here and they apologize because I don't speak the language, which is 
their language, the language of the place where I work in, where I live in, where uh, where it's my 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 home country. I would say now. So yes, uh, it's kind of a uh, um, mutual thing between Hummuson, Ibra, and all guests. To be honest. Mm. Oh, well, that's yeah. that. That's a great way to end this <laughs> podcast, right? Juice pumps. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're so cute. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, for uh, being a part of this podcast. And uh, where can they follow you on in social media? Absolutely. Thanks for giving me uh, the like uh, the uh, giving you the pleasure and and all the honor. I'm all honored to be part of this, Matthias. Thanks for coming back again. It's your third time in here. You're one of the of the house now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a very low profile business still. So uh, on Instagram, uh, it's at at Humason, uh, and Facebook as well. And hopefully soon, I'm working on the website. Mm. Uh, and uh, yes, please, anytime you're, pa- you're nearby, as I say to all my friends, you don't need to come and buy anything. Come, say hi, and leave. Boost my energy, leave great vibes, and uh, I would be really happy. Thanks, Matthias. And one more time, sorry, uh, I'm so sorry, I talk a lot. Uh, but instead, I just learned that instead of saying, sorry, I talk too much, I would rather say, thank you, Matthias, for listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Vegopodden finns där poddar finns. Lyssna gärna på våra andra inspirerande, tänkvärda, roliga och intressanta avsnitt om grön mat och livsstil. Ha det bra!